A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Americano up for Jazlone. It's Jazlene. Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things, like that time you told your social media girl at work that you had a really good idea for a new TikTok or reel. You thought you could take, you know, some of your staff and your regulars and use the theme song to Cheers in the background, to which she said, what's Cheers? <gasps> Hi, I'm Ryan Steele. <laughs> hmm. And with me, as always, is the only woman I've ever known to fall off a water slide and live. It's Amy Goodmurphy. Hello. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. That's right. I did fall off a water slide. Yeah. A big, a tall one. Yeah. You know how that you can see ones that are like way up high in the sky? Mm, they go past the clouds pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like straight up and down. Yeah. I went on one. Really? And I kind of like, I jumped. You're supposed <laughs> to just lay flat and back. But I laid forward and I kind of did like a jump. Okay. And so I essentially jumped off the water slide yeah. unintentionally. Mm. I fell to the ground. <laughs> How many feet? Oh, I want to say probably like 300 feet. Okay. And then I'm um, not really good with measurements, yeah, but I yeah. think it was like yeah, something like that. That's scary. If that's high. Yeah, that's really high. And then I fell to the ground. It was straight up cement, but here's the kicker. It was new cement. So it was wet. Oh, and cushioned my fall sort of like okay. i did break my face completely and every mm. bone in my face my chest my stomach and my the front part of my legs yeah, yeah. but and now there's an imprint there of me falling oh which is kind of neat <laughs> was it splashdown park in chilliwack it was splashdown park in chilliwack and sort of the thing that is embarrassing though is that when i fell both of my breasts separated to each side of my body oh. so the imprint is like my boobs are almost like pointing left and right kind of like an alien or something yeah so when mm. i went there last year i actually noticed that they made it a sign where it's like go right to the concession and left to the bathrooms and it's my tits that are the <laughs> right and left arrows so that was not cool that they did that but well, it's kind of an honor, I think, to be I honest. I guess. Also, note to self, go to Splashdown Park this summer and check it out. Check it out. You'll know where to go, right or left. Yeah. Anyway, she didn't know Cheers. That is... She uh... fucking didn't know Cheers. And she is 30 years old. And you know what I said? I had a bunch of regulars sitting at my bar. They were all in their 40s, 50s, you know, a little bit of an older crowd. And I said this right away. And my two gays, Rod and Taylor, love them. They're both hairdressers in their 50s. They're fabulous. They drink every day. I love them. They give score a lot of money. I said it to them. <laughs> they almost had a conniption. She doesn't know Cheers. Well, I'm like, doesn't she know doesn't cheers? know cheers and here's what i said to the gay boys i said yeah she doesn't know cheers here's the thing i'm born in 78 you know it was before my time 
Happy Days, MASH, All in the Family. Mm-hmm. But you know what I know? Those fucking TV shows. I leave it to Beaver. Yeah. I know these shows because it's part of being an adult and knowing about life before you. Exactly. Having respect. Yeah, does she even know what Full House is, you little bitch? Oh, she probably know Candace Cameron from Hallmark. Oh, yeah. Christian, oh, really? Crazy woman. We don't talk about her. We don't talk about her. It's Candace Cameron free podcast. Do you think the show Taxi was filming when I was born? No, it had been done filming, mm-hmm. I think. That is not a fact. I haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure it was filmed way before my time. And guess who watched it? Me. Mm-hmm. Because I have respect for my elders. And KVUS 12 used to always repeat shows like that. So they'd be on around dinner time. I remember we'd watch. And also I'd watch Taxi a little bit because one of my first crushes growing up was Tony Danza from Who's the Boss? Sometimes he'd take his shirt off. Maybe he had a six pack, a little bit of hair on there. And eight year old me was like thinking things. And before he was on Who's the Boss, Tony Danza was on Taxi as an even younger. He was a boxer. I think God, he was a boxer hot. on both, maybe. But um, yeah, he was even shirtless on Taxi, too. So, you know, mom, mom would be like, uh, Ryan, time for bed. But mom, I want to watch Taxi. Okay, watch Taxi. Then you're going to bed. It's 7.30. Yeah, exactly. They're probably like, your dad was probably like, let him watch, Louise. He likes watching the chicks on there. That's right. There's some boxing on there. I like that, too. Nice and masculine. Yeah, but really... You were looking for Tony Danza. Looking for Tony Danza shirtless. He's so hot. He still is so hot. Mm-hmm. He's been in some things later on. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm thinking things not about that I want to be with him, but that I want to look like him. Yeah. He's hot. You know what I always love to? What? Hold me closer, Tony, Tony Danza. Danza. You went to Madonna last night. I went to Madonna last night. Okay, look, everyone everyone <laughs> went. Everyone went. I did notice that. I was the only little queer that didn't go. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it looked unreal they dropped her in a chair was that last night or a different concert they didn't drop like she dropped yeah they dropped her oh no in a concert before vancouver they showed on social media that her dancer dropped her on stage while she was singing yeah but you know what she did do what at the very beginning of the show she comes out and like everyone was standing up and she's like yes everyone thank you for getting up and she looked at one person she's like why aren't you standing and then they kind of motioned to her that they couldn't they weren't able to and madonna was like oh my god I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Let's still have a good time. Oh my God, that's not the first time I've done that. She got a like Madonna. made fun of herself. Good. But here's the thing. It was a mistake. I went to this concert with very, I don't want to say low expectations, but I think I've talked about this before. I'm learning to go to comedians, musicians, any show that I'm excited for, I try not to get too excited because right. you just go in and then you get disappointed. Yeah. I went in with very average expectations. I've never seen Madonna live. I'm not a giant Madonna fan, but as a man who's 46 years old, she shaped my life with music for a lot of it. She came out, number one, sounded amazing. Sang over her vocals on some tracks, but a lot of songs just sang herself. Very good. Looked snatched. Is that what wow, we say lately? Wow, really? Looked real good. The in body person. was tight. She had a knee brace on one of her knee. Um, but you know that ha- maybe that's one from when she fell. She was dropped. She didn't fall. They, oh, dropped, they dropped her. her. Yeah, the show was like she was going around like the the ceiling of the place. She was like they were throwing her everywhere. She was Madonna was all over the place. I loved all the stories. I saw the voguing and the tens. Everybody got tens. Tens across the board, mm-hmm. I think. And I saw Pam Anderson. She's a Vancouver icon. Let's go. She's from here. She lives here. Mm-hmm. She lives on the island. Same thing, Vancouver Island. Yes. But I thought that was so cool. And Pam Anderson, she is, she's doing something. Mm -hmm. She was the face of Aritzia in a campaign recently, and she looked hot to trot. And she's doing like the no makeup or very minimal makeup thing. Yeah, love it. Love it. She looks, she's like, she's a stunner. She's a naturally beautiful woman. She looks amazing. Yeah, she came out. Her hair was healthy. Her hair was healthy. I'm so gay. Her hair was healthy. Her hair was healthy. But I will say one thing we were all worried about and waiting for is that Madonna has a tendency to go on a little bit late. Oh. And so everyone was like, I want to go to sleep, Madonna. Let's go. Let's go. She went on right before 10 and finished right after 12. But at one of her shows in New York not too long ago, she went on a little bit later than that even. I think she started at 10, 30, 11, <gasps> and two gays sued her. <laughs> no, Brian, 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 Brian. They sued her. It's still like up for, I mean, they haven't gone to court or anything. Madonna, I, I guess, has blamed some sort of uh, mechanical faults for the show being delayed. It was not her being a diva, which uh, I swear to God, it probably was her being they a diva. Sued, they sued her. Imagine these two gays. <laughs> let's, let's, be those, let's be those gays okay, leaving okay. the concert. No, I'm kind of loving it. Okay, okay my name is is Brock. Brock and I'm um I'm Chaz. Chaz and Brock. Yeah. Okay, wait, when what at what point is this? So this is like 1:15 in the morning and we've just left. Okay. Chaz? Yes, Brock. I am 
fucking pissed. I am livid as livid can be, girl. Honestly, she thinks she's Madonna. Guess who fucking is better than Madonna? Us, bitch. She can't just walk in here. We paid X amount of dollars mm-hmm. to fucking be in here. $2,000 each. $2,000 each. And you know that's nothing for us. Nothing. You know, it's nothing for us, <laughs> Chaz. I know, bro. But you know what? I want to teach Madonna a lesson. We're going to. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's sue the bitch. Let's sue the fucking cunt and get every penny she's fucking worth. That's right. I want her to fucking drown mm-hmm. because we need more. Yes. And she can't just do this to us. I'm only going to get six hours of sleep now and she must fucking pay for that. Oh, Chaz, give me some poppers and let's go out. Let's go. I want to get a third. I'm feeling crazy. No, no Chaz. Fuck. We're exclusive. We're, we're not in, open, in an open relationship. I just wanted to dance with poppers. She, she also kept drinking Budweiser throughout the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> she always had a bottle of Bud. Well, and at one point, she went to this area and she poured the beer all over the gays. And they were like, ah! I'm telling you, why do gays love to get sprayed? Well, oh, sorry, I heard it. I heard it. I know the, I know the answer. I heard it. They love to get sprayed yeah. with any type of liquid. They do. Because then my gays on the walk home, they were like, if Madonna had done that to you, would you have liked it? I would have been like, yes. For the rest of my life, I could say Madonna poured Budweiser on me. Can I tell you something? Go on. I would hate that. Really? I don't want anyone spraying beer on me. Even Madonna. No, even Madonna. I'd be like, you're getting sued, bitch. <laughs> you're getting sued, bitch. Get Brock and Chaz on the phone. Yes. I need to see what who their lawyer is, yes. and I'm going to fucking do the same thing. Get those two gays. I am suing. Imagine an icon of all time. Madonna ends up in jail because she <laughs> started jail. one show late that maybe was beyond her control yeah. and another show she poured beer on someone and that was her demise. I would say she was a homophobe. <laughs> I'd be like maybe she likes gay men but she doesn't like gay women. She does like dykes. I would say that she said die yeah. and then sprayed all <laughs> over us. She's trying to burn us. Yes. No I don't want Budweiser. Also why Budweiser <laughs> and Madonna? She, she was trying to be so cool that she kept like swigging it and at one point she spit it on the ground too. Here's the thing. She's again mid 60s love her set like I said so proud of her. I can't believe she's still doing this at her age but she was trying to be pretty cool a couple times and i was like hey girl tone it back a little bit okay madonna mm-hmm. madonna madonna wow well it sounded like an amazing concert yeah it really was i don't like the spray no i love that those gays sued <laughs> okay i really like that a lot yeah. I, I feel sad mm-hmm. but also i don't think i'd sue i would be really upset yeah. the mechanical if it is like if there is an issue what are you gonna do mm-hmm. that happens yeah can you imagine suing some suing somebody for making you wait an hour and a half for I the know, show. I know. Can you imagine that? No. Who are these gays? <laughs> I really need someone to show me what these gays look like. I just need to put a face to the to the thing. Okay. Anyways, listen. We're fresh off our JFL shows. Uh, plural. Plural. How you feeling? I'm feeling. I'm feeling crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little crazy. I definitely like. I have anxiety until the show happens, and the show happens. I'm still having anxiety, and then that night I'm like buzzing, and then the next day I'm like, oh, it's over, and I'm so happy, but I'm also like. Oh, God. Mm. You know, like Jenny even said, she was like, well, I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for the downfall. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm human, Jenny. She's been here before. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I said to you when you got here today, because we hadn't seen each other since. And I said, yeah, I was I was mostly happy when I woke up yesterday. Because you know, the first two seconds you wake up, where am I? Yeah, well, d- but Tina. T- <laughs> <laughs> you look for uh, Tina right away. Tina. And then you realize that Tina's not there, that you're in your bed. Right. And, um... It sunk in right away that the show was complete and I had nothing but satisfaction. The amount of stress we have had the last month, especially, but I want to say two overall, maybe even more, the amount of people that have wanted to hang out the last couple of weeks and have been like, well, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. We've got a show coming yes. up. Um, it, it's a lot of work. I haven't seen my nephews in, I want to say like three weeks Damn. and I see them every week. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I miss them. You got to see them. My, my nephew, my 10 year old nephew is so cute. He knows how to email now. So mm-hmm. once in a while I'll get a little email that just says hi. Like he doesn't really know how to write like back and forth emails. But mm-hmm. the other day, yesterday so cute. after the show, I got an email that just from him that just said, hi auntie, how is your show? Oh, I love he this. so cute. He wanted to know. I sent him a photo of the moms. Aww. Yeah, but it was really fun. And we sold out both shows. Sold out two shows and at a bigger capacity that we've ever done before. Yeah, and we have the best audience. We have the best audience members always. But this one particularly was like unbelievable. If you were at the sh- either shows right now... We are so thankful and happy because, yeah, we were backstage and we had an opener, BB So Fresh. BB So Fresh. Follow her on Instagram. She is the best. B-I-B-I-S-O. 
OU, fresh with a PH. That's right. Drag queen here in Vancouver. She opened the show, and me and Amy were backstage about to come through our doors, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, BB is slaying it. And the reaction from the audience, I don't think either of us expected. We looked at each other. It was like we were in an arena with 60,000 people. Yes. It was so loud. And not only did that happen the first show, that happened the second show as well. We had two of the best crowds I want to say we ever performed for. For ever. sure. For sure. Hands down. It was amazing. Everything worked. It was fun. People were into it. We tried a new concept. Ryan and I are insane. So every year at the JFL Festival, we do a brand new show mm-hmm. from top to bottom that we don't try out before Yeah, because we're stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just what we do. Most mm-hmm. of the stuff that we do is online and on our podcast. And then we'll perform in the festival and here and there and other shows. Yeah. But not as much. We used to month- perform monthly. Mm-hmm. We don't anymore. No. The girls went online. They did. I was at uh, the Just for Laughs headquarters the other day. And as, as I, where I like to hang out. Right. And some other stand-ups were coming through, picking up their you know accreditation, their, their, their lanyards. I love saying that word. Lanyard. Lanyard. And um, I was thinking about it because I, I told our friend that was there, he's a stand-up who's you know going to do a show where he's going to tell jokes that he's told before. Me and this girl, Amy, we had all new stuff like you just said. And I told the people in the office that I'm like, yeah, everything we've done, we've never done before. They looked at me like it was a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> What? Like the lights went and started flickering. You know, a weird kind of sound went in the background. And I was like, yeah, we're trying all new material. They thought it was the most insane thing they'd ever heard. Honestly. But I get that because, yeah, they're like, you haven't been massaging your jokes for like an entire year to have your best show. And Mm -hmm. we're like, no, we just wrote it and we don't know how it's going to go. And we actually did a whole brand new concept and incorporated a little Mm -hmm. bit of PLT into it. And ended with the characters that we always do. Our mom's characters and had a concert. And it was fun. So, yeah, I feel really good about it. And this man convinced me to do a late show, an early show and a late show. And I said, I don't know if I can do that. Mm -hmm. And I did. Yeah. I was on a high. Yeah. She stayed up. You were were fucking magnificent both shows. Your your energy was insane. When that mic gets in her fucking hand, she becomes a different person. I will admit the first show, I was there. But I actually, I'm really happy we did two shows because that second show, I felt the fire in my fucking chest a little bit, like in a good way. You know what I mean? I felt like a little bit more alive which is going to happen as a performer. But um, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad we did two shows as well. Honey, you were alive in both shows. I don't know what the fuck that's, you're talking that's about. That's very nice but of you. I it's hear very you. nice. Because listen, I work off of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of anxiety. I really am pushing through that. Mm-hmm. That's where that's what the high I'm on. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then I black out yeah. the whole time. We also had a bunch of people tell us that we should bring the show on tour. Yes. So this is... Uh, obviously a goal and something hopefully that we can bring into fruition and if you want to see us in your city we'll come mm-hmm. we just need to know that you want us there That's exactly so right. dm us reach out to us mm-hmm. if you work for a festival if you put on shows if you're just an audience member listener that wants to come see us mm-hmm. let us come to you we are fringe darlings and no no we're not fringe <laughs> darlings i would ask you a question you can ask me anything what do you feel about people liking their own instagram posts Oh my God, I just saw this recently on a celebrity's Instagram post really? and they liked it. And mm. I they like their own post. I don't I don't love it. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about well, it? Because here's the thing. I haven't thought about this for a long time, but I remember a few years ago I start I have a certain friend from high school that I still talk to, and she, you know, posted something and then she liked her own post. And I just thought that was a little like really? Like you need to like your own post. Like here's the thing, when you post on Instagram, there's usually thought behind it. You know, I don't post as much anymore. We do on Ryan and Amy, but on our personal ones, I'll go months without posting. Yeah. So when I do, let me tell you, I already like that post because I wouldn't be posting it if I didn't like it. Right. So I don't need to physically like it. <laughs> you know I like it. Yeah. I like, you know, I probably like wipe my eyes a little bit. Hey, Just a little, don't give little, away your secrets. little detail on my lips. Hey, uh- <laughs> You detail your lips? Yeah, that's one of my little moves I make. But here's the thing. I don't face doing it all the time. Just And you just got to do it a little bit. If, a little if you zhuzh. do it. A little zhuzh, as we like to call it. But yeah, I've already posted it. And I just want to show, here's what I'm doing. Maybe maybe a cute boy will see it. Right. Go, hey, I was wrong about Ryan Steele. He was actually quite He's, cute. Look how white <gasps> his eyes are. And then they, then they screenshot it. And then they zoom in. And then they can see how... Where like, you should. Yeah, they can see around yeah. my eyes and how it's obviously not real. And they're like, no, next. No. Swipe right or left, whatever way. I don't Listen, know. I think it's interesting. I would like to talk. Oh, we've got a caller calling in that likes their own post. <laughs> Just kidding. I would like to talk to somebody about, though, mm-hmm. though, about 
why they do that. Yeah. I think we've maybe tried to like our own posts in the past because we thought it might help the algorithm. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure Instagram is like a little bit more sophisticated than that. Where yeah. it's like, whoa, people are liking their posts. It's just them. It's all from the same phone, like the same IP address. So yeah, exactly. you're not tricking anybody. You ain't, tr- you ain't fooling, tricking no one. No. But anyways, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. And <laughs> I, I just know, I know that I don't really like it, but I also yeah. feel bad. So like your own post. Fucking do you, okay? Mm-hmm. Like your own shit, but just know that I saw it. Yeah. Just know that we saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw it. You liked your own post. I can see it because you know why? I follow you and you're the first, like that's what shows up on the first like. Mm-hmm. You need to know that, it, listen, if you're going to like your own post, go ahead. Yeah. Do you. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Just know that I can see that yeah. because you're the first name when I go to that picture and look at the likes. It's just you right there. Mm-hmm. And if you click the likes, if you want to do that, you're probably at the top because I follow you. You know what I mean? I mean, if I was already thinking about maybe unfollowing you. You just fucking sealed the deal, baby. Also, Instagram, if you want to uncollab from something, you should be able to do that without telling the other person. <laughs> okay? Anyways. So that's all. That's behind us. That's behind us. I need to talk about something. Go on. We're watching something together. Yes, we are. Love, Love is, is Blind, blind Season six. 6. Is it season 6? It's season 6. I'm just as obsessed as mm, season 1. Yeah. I am. I thought about that actually because you got me. I didn't really get into it till season five. I think I've always been living through you for the first four seasons. We, you know, Barnett and all that from season Barnett. one. But um, I actually watched this one before you did for the first time ever. And I had that same thought. I was like, season six, I'm still fully horny for it. At what point? Like every show, Survivor, you know, all the big shows, they eventually lose some steam. Right. Sometimes they can go. Like I think American Idol went a good fucking like eight, oh. nine, ten seasons before it started to slow down and yeah. Survivor. You know, these shows eventually, they got their hardcores like me. I still watch American Idol, Survivor, Amazing Race. I watch everything, Big Brother, I'm crazy. But this show will eventually probably lose some steam, but I think there's enough hardcore fans that this show has longevity to last forever. I think the concept, it's just been nailed. Like, yeah. it is inevitable that these, okay, listen, may, can I be... So bold? May I be so bold? Yes. May I be transparent? Go ahead. May I just say what's at the tip of my tongue, the top of my head? Spit it out. All of these women Mm. are broken, insecure, straight women Mm -hmm. because all of the men are all a-hole, straight, heterosexual, stereotypical men. This is true. And they've done it to the women and society has allowed men to be this way and these straight women to be this way and they happen to be attracted to men so they have to be with men. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So now they put them in this pod and of course it's going to make for good TV. We're just watching reality. Like that is the truest reality. Mm-hmm. It's just true. Yeah. We're watching a male and female. It's not about like... It's not about the body, the sex, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like they really show them as their real selves just talking. Yeah. And so we're getting a look at real shit. Mm -hmm. These insecure women that have been broken down by men. They're hoping that these men are serious and want to have a, have a wife and settle down, whatever the fuck that means. They're still the same people. Life doesn't change after you're married. You don't flick a switch and Mm -hmm. now you're like a different committed person. It's just not how it goes. You're either that way or you're not. Mm -hmm. It's time to settle down. So you want me to change myself? That's right. (laughs) Wait, I like this. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You got to trust the process. Yeah. They always talk about the process. I don't know if my dad will like it, but he doesn't know about this process. Yeah, my dad doesn't know. They didn't have this in his day. And we have to talk about one Mm. certain person on that show. Dee, can we um, please play some sound, which makes me think of him right away? Psycho. His name is Matthew. Mm -hmm. He is, for me... The scariest person I've ever seen in Love is Blind. Yeah. There, he, was just, he told the same story to two different women. And my favorite clip of him was when he was in the male headquarters or whatever, the chambers, whatever <laughs> yeah, they call it, yeah. which is really weird. Yeah. And he forgot his book on the table. And yes. one of the other dudes was like, hey, Matt, you forgot your book over here. And Matt just turns around like a serial killer, yes. like no emotion in his face. Yeah. Just kind of like, almost like a robot, just turns, does a you know, 180, walks to the table, picks up the book. Doesn't say thank you. Doesn't any, there's, doesn't, his face does nothing. And then just does another 180 and walks away. Like he floats away. Like he's not a real human being, I don't think. He is very odd. Mm. In the beginning, I don't know if they, they edited it this way, but I'm pretty sure it was real. And it makes sense because this guy, like it all added up. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, they showed him just leaving pods when he was talking to girls. He'd just be like, (gasps) not into it. And he would just leave. (laughs) And the the girls would be like, the girls would be like, hello, hello. Where are they from again? North Carolina. North North Carolina. A lot of, a lot of uh, religious people this season. Oh my God, they're talking about God a lot because yeah. God will see, see me through and God knows what my plan is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we get married, one of them was saving themselves from marriage. Yeah. Or save, yeah, saving themselves from when they do get married. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God, that there's so much to talk about. You got, if you're not watching Love is Blind, just please watch it. I need to talk about it with more people. Mm-hmm. I do have my people that I'm talking about it with, but I could always use more. That's right. It is. I know that's right. I know that's right. Ryan and I don't know if we're allowed to say, I know that's right, <laughs> but we really like saying it. We always it. text it to each other. I know that's right, but we're not sure if we're allowed to say that. So if we're not, you let us know. Let us know. Let yeah, us please, know. Viewer yeah. mail. Viewer mail. Yeah, we're always, send us mail. Send us <laughs> physical mail and say, stop saying, I know that's right. But yes, Matt, he is psychotic. And he, he's, you said he, you said you'd let him ravish you, Matthew. I will say, destroy though, you. Oh my God, he is muscular. His eyes, his face, his shoulders. Like when I first saw him, I was, and, he, and then I love when a big muscular man wears shirts that you can't really tell. He always wore like long sleeves. Yes. You know, I'm always wearing you know tight shirts and the arms and stuff to try to show off what I got. Right. And he wears glasses, which you know were nice, but they're not like I don't know. They don't. I don't think they do a lot for him either. He really Clark Kent's himself down, mm. which is. You know, I find that very horny. Yes. <laughs> but then he opens up his mouth and then he does the things he does. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here as soon as I can. Well, AD. AD all day. All day. Clay, AD all day. Mm-hmm. AD all day. All day. She was eating it up. Mm-hmm. And then some. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know if it was going to be Clay or Matt. That's right. But then she found out in the chambers, the mm-hmm. women's chambers, <laughs> where they hold them and there's yeah. no windows. Yeah. There's there's no windows. That is crazy. I don't think the only windows are in the, the skylights in the pods mm-hmm. they're probably like please get me in the pod i need to stay in the pods <laughs> there's daylight here yeah but um she was eating it up and then mm. she went to the chambers yeah. and found out that the other girl mm. was talking the same talk with matt and matt was saying let's just he was saying the exact same thing it wasn't like i like you it was the exact same yeah. words let's it, leave right now blah, we're gonna blah, blah. leave right now um i'm gonna do this this and that and he's and ad was like ad and her unbelievable body. Yeah. Damn, she oh, work hard. That's the first thing I said to you too, like a gay man right here, but when I saw AD's body in the fucking pool after when they leave the pod. She works hard. I was thinking things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She works She works very hard. Mm-hmm. She looks She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're going to fast forward now. Forget Matt. Fuck off, Matt. Fuck off, Matt. Get out of here. Matt didn't get chosen because he's crazy, but I think he's coming back and I can't wait till oh, he comes back. Is he coming back? Well, I think they're going to probably introduce him like at the parties, you know, when they bring them back. Oh, God. He has to. He's too crazy. One of the best parts of the show is when they all meet each other after in real life i can't even irl in irl <laughs> anyways but how about this what about so ad ends up picking clay spoiler alert hey. you, sh- you should have been watching it yep. when ad ends up picking clay and they start talking she's like well what if i get what if i put on weight what mm. if my body starts changing we have kids and my body starts changing he mm. confidently looks at her and goes oh don't worry about that i'll be getting you in the gym and she was like and he was thinking confidently that that's what she wanted to hear. Yeah, He's like, yeah. don't worry, AD, I got you. I will get you in the gym. And she was like, well, what if I don't want to go to the yeah. gym? Like, what if my body starts changing and, you know, females' bodies are different. I have to work very hard for this body. Mm-hmm. And once I have children, I don't know if what's going to happen. And he was like, no, no, I will be getting you in the gym. She's like, well, what would you say to me? Expecting him to be like gentle. Yeah. And he's like, I would say, you look, you're overweight. Mm-hmm. You need to get in the gym. You don't look right. Like basically, essentially. Yeah. And she was like, okay, but um, <laughs> like, I don't really like that. And he was like, well, he just seems like clueless. If there's an example on how to answer something incorrectly, he just nailed it. He nailed it. And like, you could have been like, you know, when you sometimes, even with a partner or with you, I'll start answering something and I can see it's not what I'm supposed to be saying. <laughs> Because I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. not perfect, and I'll, but I, I'll catch myself. Right, I'll, I'll notice the facial expression. Read the room. I read the room, and then I go, um, but you know, really, maybe I'd probably just say, "I'm fine with that. I love you." Right, and we'll get through it. Yeah, what a dick! I'll get you in the gym. You won't be getting in any weight with me, AD. No, we'll make sure. I'll be like, he, he was like, you weren't cheerleading. Your cheerleader didn't work you hard enough. Like mm-hmm. you, you should be used to that because he's an athlete. He was an athlete too, and I yeah. guess she was an athlete. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I was an athlete too. But things change, Clay. That's right. And sometimes you're with someone who accepts you for who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly testing Jenny. I'm like, you think I'm fat? <laughs> you think I look fat today? Yesterday, I, I grabbed my belly and I said, do you like this? And she knew to say, yes, I do. She knows how to do it. She knows how to do it. Two days before that, I grabbed my belly and said, do you think this is cute? And she said, <laughs> yes, I, yep, I do. And I know she doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she will say that you to me. You test her sometimes. I test her. Because with one click, she's gone. Exactly. And she'll do hints like, you know, your body will feel better if you... Shut up. Mm-hmm. Get me my Toblerone. That's right. And she's like, well, okay, you can have your Toblerone, but like, this is the third one you've had that... <laughs> shut, shut up. Shut up. I have a show this month. You know it. I'm stressed out. You know... That's what I keep saying. Keep blaming it on. But now the show's over. Oh. So now I have to change myself. I guess so, yeah. What am I going to do? I don't know. You're going to figure something out. You look amazing. Um, Thank you. You know what also happened the day of our show? What? 
I had my 50th day of sobriety. Hey, baby! D. I like it like that. Yeah, I like it like that. that. Nah, 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 I'm nah. so proud of you. 50 days. That, that, I feel like that was my first time where I felt a little bit of a, you know, I reached some sort of... Landmark. Yeah, milestone, landmark. And 50 days, that was cool. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for 100. I think at 100, I'm going to do a little post. I want to thank Marissa. I think Marissa's on the same journey as me right now. She listens to the pod. She's doing this, the sober year. And my friend Allie. And uh, it's kind of like I don't even think about it much anymore. Every yeah. morning, I don't know if I mentioned this, whenever I wake up, I have a whiteboard in my kitchen and I put my coffee on. I have my creatine. <laughs> That's true. And then I go <laughs> on my whiteboard and every day I make another day of sobriety, I change the number. So today is, I think, 52 or 53. And uh, so, yeah, then it's, it's kind of something a little reward for me right when i wake up just yeah. to see the number increase and i'm excited to see 100 and then 200 and then um yeah 50 days down and 300 and something to go and i don't get my rash anymore which i really like that's nice because i think i might have talked about it i get a rash from drinking alcohol i'm probably allergic and i probably should never drink alcohol again to be quite honest let's see what happens but i haven't got my rash in 52 days that and is- that's really nice that's a nice feeling sue because it's warm and it's itchy and it makes me look really disgusting yeah <laughs> and you don't have to get intoxicated to have a good time you really and you don't enjoy a beer mm-hmm. can we go back to tv for a second please do have you been keeping up with the new vanderpump no because i started season one and i never kept because oh. we had a show we ha- we were busy now that the show's over i'm gonna catch up on my shows my vanderpump don't get your rash again you're getting crazy <laughs> here's the thing that i'm gonna say that doesn't give anything away okay Ariana, yeah. you know, part of the Scandaval. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. She is really getting big for her britches. Okay. And she's kind of acting queenish. Oh. I know it was a bad thing that happened to her. Okay. It was awful. It was, I can't even believe it. It was a scandal of the year, the season, the world. This is true. It broke the world. <laughs> but okay, enough. Yeah. She, he's talking about he wants to take his own life. Of course, he's in that zone because the whole, everyone came after him. He's saying that? Yes. He's saying that he is, got, has been so down and so depressed from what has happened from like media and everything yeah. and is all that stuff that he has contemplated suicide damn that's 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 pretty real and one of the girls says to ariana like she's crying and she's like i'm afraid she's like because we're all coming down on him and like i just feel like maybe we should ease up a bit mm-hmm. and ariana <laughs> said no way in hell really? she was like he there's no way and you know what he's feeling like this for a reason because mm-hmm. of what he did yeah Okay, Ariana, yes, it's awful. But yeah. when he takes his own life, knock on wood, when someone commits suicide, mm-hmm. and this is getting dark. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about this. <laughs> Why did I bring this up? No, no. But when and if something ever happened, mm-hmm. how would you feel? I, would, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Here's your chance to say what he did is disgusting and sick, mm-hmm. but obviously, no, I don't think it, it, it is. I don't think it's enough for someone to want to take their own life. That's mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is awful. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to ease up on him. I'm not going to talk to him, mm-hmm. but like maybe I'll, I can let this fucking move on. Yeah. She's really taking it home. Well, she's also like way more famous now. I was going to say, do you think like two years ago, or whenever this happened a year ago, if she had the chance, if she knew what was going to happen to her celebrity status and the show, do you think she'd go through it again? Oh my God. Because she is like, I mean, I only know her. She's been on Love Island a couple times because I oh. watched Love Island and now I'm watching Love Island games. Okay. Ariana shows up sometimes and she always says her like, do you ever, you, you've watched Love Island a little bit because there's like, there's this corridor they always walk through and it's slow motion and music and they look back at the camera. Girls, stop blowing kisses to the camera. Oh, by no. the way, too. I hate stop that it. so much. They always look at the camera and they go, and they think it's sexy. It's the stupidest, ugliest thing I've ever seen. Stop doing it. But yeah, Ariana, is that how you say it? I think it's Ariana. She showed up a couple times to the US version and now to the uh, games, the world version, whatever. And um, I don't think she would have got that if Scandable did not happen. Absolutely not. She was on Dancing with... They say you've made it when you're on Dancing oh, with the Stars. Well, I think we're close. They asked me, but it didn't work out with my schedule with the Canucks. Yeah, I wish they'd ask me. Oh, they will. 
Well, well, now that you're JFL's, you know, shining light. Now that I'm JFL's shining light, and that's what they told me for sure, yeah. factually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably be on Dancing with the Stars. This is right. I guess. Wow, my life's about to change. I'm really excited for you. I'm really excited for our guest. Uh, me too. Should we get to him? Let's do it. Okay. Our guest today is a good friend, an icon, and a musician who just released an amazing song called Menage Toi. And if you don't know him, you better get to know him, honey. He also stole a My Little Pony from a friend once when he was a child. It's Calvin Cass! Yes! And I love My Little Pony. You do. My Little Pony. My na 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 Listen, which My Little Pony was it? Do you remember? <laughs> it was purple. I don't remember the name of it, but I really wanted it. Why did you steal it? Why would you it do was, something like that? It was a scented one. They Remember they used to be scented? You could like rub, rub the little bum part and it would like have scents on it. It's fucked up. That's fucked that up. is fucked up. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. We don't know why you did that to your friend. That's really sick. And I, I actually don't even want to talk about it because I feel sad now. I don't know how I can be friends with you ever again knowing this story. Yeah. I was just really into sniffing butts that early in my life. That's okay. We know you, you still, are. You still are. Yeah, you still are. Calvin, we're going to get there. Just okay. we're going to get there. Amy, did you have My Little Ponies? I had My Little Ponies. I guess I have a terrible memory. You know that. Mm. Like I literally have thousands of more PLT stories that I just can't unlock. Did you, did you like like feminine toys? Did I like feminine toys? Yeah. I, yeah, I liked it all. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I liked all of it. I liked My Little Ponies, but my parents didn't like that. We uh, talked about that They before. never wanted you to have that. No. Calvin, we're so happy to have you here. You and I have known each other since you came into my life through my partner, Jenny. I did. You and Michael, your husband, came into my life. And then not long after, <laughs> your third came into <laughs> our lives. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you something. If you don't know Calvin Cass, wake up. Yep. Yeah. And so, and if you do, you know that he is open about being in a throuple. And his third is also named Michael. <laughs> Two Michaels. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that's like a TV show like plot. Mainly to keep it easy. Calvin, Michael, and Michael. Yeah. Uh, I'm Calvin. This is my boyfriend, Michael. And this is my other boyfriend, Michael. I just say yeah. the Michaels. The Michaels. Oh, like that's that. nice. He truly does say the Michaels. The I'm Michaels? like, so how's everything going? He's like, yeah, the Michaels are fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, good. Because I mostly see you. I see you the most often. But um, anyhow, yeah. So I have to say right, right off the bat. I mean, we're going to get to your music, honey, because that's what we really want to talk about. But Calvin being in a thruple, Calvin, Michael, and Michael being in a thruple, I got to say, was the my first experience... Knowing a thruple, and not only knowing a thruple, but being close to a thruple. Mm-hmm. And initially, I remember being like, wow, this is... In-. Never was like a judgment, like, oh my God, what the fuck? We can't be friends. But I remember being like, wow, this is interesting, and this is new, and like, how does this make me feel as a friend and an outsider? Mm-hmm. And it was one of the coolest things, and has been such a huge thing for me as a person, and as your friend, and watching you be in a thruple and watching how amazing and beautiful and real and kind it can be and how hard it can be. Yeah. So and hard. <laughs> you're super open about it when yeah. we talk, which I really like. And I feel super special to like get to have an insider, you know, insider knowledge of what it is like for people who are like a thruple. What the fuck? What are some <laughs> things that, you know, you can say about being in a thruple, like what it's like. And I don't know anything. Yeah, I definitely never thought this was a path I would go on. It was, I mean, you and I've talked about this before, but the whole idea of sharing somebody, like we're not taught that that's okay, number one. And like the whole jealousy factor was obviously an issue right up front. And it's always in the beginning related to sex. That obviously evolves as time goes on, that dissipates and it becomes more about like the intellectual side of connecting with somebody in different ways. I just think people will be really interested in this because I think, like I said, I think there's a lot of people that don't know anybody that's in like a real, whatever a real thruple means, you know, or a a Mm -hmm. different based on society uh, relationship. So I think also because we want to talk about your new single, Menage a Trois, Mm -hmm. um, this fucking a bop. It's a yeah. fucking bop. It's a banger. It's a banger. D, can you play a little bit of Menage a Trois, please? Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. It's so yeah. catchy. It's it's so good, and it's on. It's it, anyway. We're gonna get there. It's in a million different charts. I know that much. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking. It's racing up the charts. Yeah. It's climbing. Number one, here I come. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Calvin, stop dancing. 
This isn't a fun climbing. podcast. I was climbing. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's kind of dancey. Like, anyways, yeah. I want to dive a little deeper. I want to dive a little deeper oh, into the thruple. I'm curious. Well, I want to say too. I can't even make one guy work. So you can make two guys work. I tip my hat to you. I tip my hat to you. But Calvin, you've been open about being in therapy with your partners, yeah. and that's something that I think is interesting too, because it's not just like rainbows and butterflies. Like, oh, if they can make a thruple work, then it's a thing. Well, like it's just like any other relationship plus another personality and connection. So you've been open about going to therapy. What's that done for you guys? Well, Michael and I were in therapy prior. So when we met Mike, we were already in. And so we were like, okay, we we want this to work because if we're going to do this, like let's really do this. Are you open to joining us in these sessions? And being from South Africa, by the way, like therapy is not as accepted there like mental health is not as much of a thing in south africa as it is here so he said yes but it was like with hesitation but the minute that we started it definitely it allowed everybody the floor to really speak their mind and be really open about their own point of view which is very interesting we do imago therapy i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that no what's that imago therapy is when you mirror your partner so if i have an issue i'm going to say the issue you can't say anything. You have to listen to it. And then you have to repeat back to me what I said in my verbiage. You cannot change the verbiage. It's one of the major things that we do. I know as partners, but one of the major things we do is when your partner says something to you, you start like filling in the in-between gaps of like what they right. really mean. And, but then we end up kind of going on this journey together of fighting and like, because we make up stories of like, our own version of what they're saying. Like, well, when you said this, this is actually what you meant. Well, it's not always actually what they meant. So it's been very interesting. Interesting. Therapy. Therapy. Who knew? Who knew? Where do you guys sleep? Well, (laughs) we all used to sleep together. We actually got a custom bed made. California king bed? A Minnesota king. That's a thing? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, why do they call it a Minnesota? No one in Minnesota is fucking (laughs) in a thruple. A Minnesota king. Okay, it's for families. It's for Christian families. Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? <laughs> Nobody in Minnesota is in a thruple. They're in like no. quadruples. There's like okay, sorry. Wow. Remember sister really? wives and all that shit? Oh, oh. it's for sister wives. Makes I mean, sense. I'm guessing. Makes that. sense. I don't know. I don't know. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but now you guys have your own space, right? I am a bit of um, an aggressive sleeper. Some may call mm. me. I talk in my sleep. I throw punches in my sleep. Oh, God. I, kick. Mm-hmm. I knock on doors that are sometimes people's faces. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a full thing. So I've been excommunicated. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so you want when you want to have naughty time, you knock, knock, knock on mm-hmm. real doors and say, let's go. And then I go back to my own bed. But one time, Amy and I got to be in bed with you. You did. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. We, we were in the Menage a Trois video. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun video. Um, the song is so good. It's my favorite song out of all your songs, even though all of them are great. Fun fact, um, Michael, Michael and Calvin own the hottest North American mm-hmm. worldwide, mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. much hottest mm-hmm. salon there is. You've heard us say it before. It's called Brush Salon. Yeah. Go check it out. Check out Menage a Trois. Check out the video if you want to see Ryan's big burly muscles in bed and and my bare top of chest and and wig that's sitting very high. And some aging they did on us under our eyes. That's right. Just so (laughs) let it be known. Calvin made them do that. Calvin, we did not have in the script that we were older. And when we showed up to set, Calvin was like, Okay, so I thought it'd be cool if you guys were like old. Mm. And Ryan and I were like, what? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it'd just be cool if you guys were old because like you're old and I'll be like fresh and young. And we yeah. were like, I uh, guess. We're our, we, we are already old and you made us older. Yeah, Thank we're already older than you, Calvin, you <laughs> stupid bitch. Listen, Anyways. I got these bags, these designer bags that live with me all the uh, time. And I just could right. not have you and your perfect skin showing me up. Okay. I mean, I get that. that I get sense. that too. Okay. And people say a lot, say that a lot to us. They do, yeah. They do. <laughs> um, and I, I so out of left field, um, how come whenever I come over, your dogs try to fuck me? Well, it's learned behavior. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They see you guys fucking, and so every time I come over there, I'm so sorry, it has nothing well, to do with your album. But I was thinking about Finnegan. I was thinking about what the hell's the other stinky one? No, you guys have taken care of them, so we just assume it was from watching Jenny hump you that they've no. learned this behavior. No, He's listen. He's coming for you. We used to stay at their house because it's nicer than ours when they go away because they're rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would stay at their house and um, we would take care of the dogs, Finney and fucking Milton. Milton. <laughs> Finney and Milton. How dare you? How dare you? I just forgot for a second. 
Finny and fucking Milty, and they would try and hump the shit. They wanted to hump us so bad. They were like, finally, female. So they'd come and try and fully F us Mm -hmm. on the couch all the time. We'd be like, get off of us. You didn't like it a little bit? Well, no, No. I didn't. They're small. They're wiener dogs. They're like wiener dash hounds. Oh, no, Mm -hmm. thank you. So they're too long. I don't like it. It's like their body's long like a like a penis sort of. And then they have this little penis. And yeah. their penis is always out, Calvin. What's going on in this house? Yeah. What is this? I'm telling you, it's learned behavior. They never do this unless you're there. Well, I didn't want to say this, but they're brothers and I've seen them hump each other too. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Listen, I was all pro thruple before and now I realize this is like a disgusting sex house. <laughs> We're not a non-judgmental house. And if they're in well, that's on them. Okay. Well, can I say it here? I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to watch your house next time you guys go away. N- uh, Brian, what? Okay, I'm a lonely guy. Disgusting. <laughs> you know, I thought it was really fun. I just saw your guys' show the other night, and um, I, I laughed. One of the hardest jokes I laughed at throughout the whole night was when Ryan called himself a dom top because it's so <laughs> obvious, Ryan. That what, what's so obvious? That what man? he's a power bottom. That you are the that power bottom, bottom, and that Amy <laughs> is your dom top. Yeah, I agree. In this relationship, but it's funny. For years and years, all the gays are like, "Oh, Ryan, you're a bottom. You're you're a bottom." But he's not. I'm mostly a top. I will bottom for a special guy. Hey. But yeah, for the most part, for the most part, I'm only going in. When's the last time you bottomed? <laughs> Anyways, let's I think it's time for BLT <laughs> stories. D. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first? Yes, I have a. We have another viewer PLT story. <gasps> viewer, listener, what do we want to call it? Listener, viewer, you can do both if you sign up to our Patreon. The story today is from a friend. Let's call him Jimmy. I love that name. He writes About 15 years ago, I met a guy and went back to his place, a classy condo in Yale Town with a baby grand piano. Ooh. Ooh. We get naked and start fooling around. He stops and pulls out a large flat box from under his bed, and it's filled with dildos, leather eye mask, rubber gear, handcuffs, various other leather-themed sex stuff, but he just pulls out the leather riding crop and asks if I'm into that. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, fun. So now I'm positioned on my elbows and knees with my ass in the air. He smacks my butt cheeks a couple times, very lightly, nothing too intense. Then out of nowhere, he grabs my cock and balls from behind and kind of pulls them down and in one swift flick of his wrist smacks my taint so fucking hard that I upchuck in my mouth instantly. Then almost a delayed reaction of pain, I 100% vomit on his pillow. So not only am I in horrible pain down there, but also fucking mortified that I've just puked in a stranger's bed. Think of if you've ever hit your funny bone, your elbow, but it's your fucking taint. Fuck did it hurt. Anyways, that was the end of our sexy time. I apologize, attempted to clean it up, but he said not to worry about it. I got dressed and left. Like I said, this was 15 years ago, but truth be told, I still lie in bed at night sometimes replaying it over and over in my head. I also sometimes see him out and do my best to not make eye contact. Ugh. Already the throwing up is the worst part, <laughs> yeah. but getting not only like, did you throw up? It's not like you were just sick. Like, oh no. And then I threw up during getting like horned out together. He threw up from pain on mm. his taint. Yeah. Oh. And then offered to clean it up. And the guy was like, nah, just get out of here. And then he went home. <laughs> At least he wasn't, the guy was nice about it. Yeah. Don't worry. Just get the fuck out of here. He I agree. He would hit him again. Come on more. What if he made him stay and clean up his own puke? <laughs> if he was like you know what actually yeah yeah here you Can go you? here's some rubber gloves the you know the washing machines over there i gotta say i do like the idea that the guy brought it out asked mm-hmm. i like a lot this of consent do you mm-hmm. yes and mm-hmm. he thought it was okay and it was a little too hard he threw up <laughs> he said do you want me to clean it up no no thank you it's okay please leave yeah that's okay yeah so i think my friend here is the only plt Mm-hmm. I think he is. I, you know what well, I mean? It's not, it's, not, it's not really his fault. He is a PLT. The other guy didn't really, he, like you said, he had consent. Maybe he, he maybe hit too hard. He hit too hard. Yeah. He should have said, mm-hmm. let's try, you know, maybe. But maybe your friend, he maybe made it sound like, oh, yeah, I do this all the time. So maybe he, no, still, though, mm. pain is like tolerance for people is very different. He should have started with a light one. So He's, when you're power bottoming on mm, the regular, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you say? Oh, like, I, I, it's all numb down there in it these days. So oh, like, for real? Get in there. Hey, that's yeah. too much information. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> no, Calvin, <laughs> don't. Well, I said I want to host it, so let's make it happen. <sighs> Even if you don't, go away. <gasps> More like a quadruple. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay, Amy, you're Ryan, up. Ryan's trying to be a quad. <laughs> I don't know any quads. Do you? Um, I don't know any here, but my friend in Toronto said that he knew 
five piece. Oh. Yeah, and then two of them broke off into their own relationship. Wow. (laughs) Where does the line draw at, like, what consists of, so those five people all call each other their partner? Like, when do you, it's an interesting, like, gray line, Mm. right? Where it's like, how do you, when does it mean that you identify as a certain number? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Are they exclusive? Like, do they, is it a language? Do they just decide that they call each other partners? I'm so curious. Well, we're going to have to Google this after. Well, we, we are exclusive for anyone curious. Right. Yes. yes. But a lot, a lot of times, like when it's that many, they're still, they're actually not. Which I exclusive. was always like, what, why even call yourself boyfriends then? That's the thing. They must get chlamydia like every second week. Yeah. It would be so much work. <laughs> so many, so many doctor's appointments. Okay, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told this story before. If I did, it's probably on episode one. Okay? We've yeah. done almost 100. This is episode 99. 99. Episode 99. This is Wayne Gretzky, baby. Wayne Gretzky's wine. Don't have it. Don't have it. No. Sorry, don't. It's not good. Oh, my God. But you might get a free hat. I liked it because I got the free hat, Amy. Do you want it? Ruth Good Murphy, everybody. She tried to make it better by giving me the free hat. Anyways, my mom got Wayne Gretzky wine because it came with a free hat. And then she felt bad because it was bad. So she wanted to give me the hat. I didn't want the hat. Here we go. Here we go. Also, Wayne Gretzky's in a new commercial where he's talking to his younger self and it's AI and it's fucking hilarious. They didn't pay very much for the AI because it's not very good. (laughs) It it looks like a Snapchat filter. It looks like we could have made it. A hundred percent. Anyways, all the people on our Instagram that go, that's a filter. (laughs) Okay. A friend of mine is a doctor. He was working in the ER and this man came in. And this man was saying that he fell on a pencil. He said he was working in a shop. He was a middle-aged man. And he said, I fell on my pencil. It's up my anus. And I'm in so much pain. I need you to get it out. I fell on my pencil. (laughs) So they call his emergency contact, who happens to be his daughter. And his daughter comes. She's like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, what's going on? And he's like, I fell on a pencil in my shop. I was doing, like, some mechanical stuff. And I sort of just (laughs) fell down on a pencil. And his daughter's like, what? Like, okay. Like, what is going on? My friend who's a doctor is gay. He's a gay man. And he's like, sir, you fell on a pencil? And he's like, yes. I assure you, yes. He's like, okay, sir, let me get this out for you, whatever this is. So anyways, sure enough, his daughter's there like, oh my God, he's this guy's in so much pain. This thing is stuck in his butt. He can't get it out. He's like, I, it's up too high. I can't get it out. <laughs> when this thing comes out and his daughter is there, it is a contraption. Uh, I don't know if his daughter watched it come out of his anus. I doubt it. Or she, pu- she pulled it out. <laughs> when his daughter pulled it out of their dad's anus, <laughs> the doctor was like, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, it's kind of customary around here. <laughs> yeah. if you have the option. Yeah, we don't have enough hands here. Do you mind doing this surgery? So uh, the daughter's like around, or maybe she's like, I don't know. It, it might have just been, it wasn't a surgery. I think they just had to like go up and find it with some, tw- who knows what, some contraption. Well, speaking of contraptions, when they pull this thing out, it is very clear that this man has built this quote unquote straight man who has a wife and kids mm. built in his shop at his own dildo out of like mechanical things. It was like a stick and like some screws and like some things around it that he could put up his ass. And when they pulled it out, it was not a pencil. I do not think he thought that his daughter was going to be called. Yeah, exactly. I think he was panicking and didn't know what to say, what this thing was in his ass. So he just said it was a pencil. And he had to commit to it. Yeah, he had to commit to it. (laughs) And it was not a pencil. And it was very clearly a contraption that he had made himself and inserted into his own anus. Thank you. Oh. The first thing I want to say is there are a lot of things you can buy out there that go into your ass for a purpose, like for for that, for that kind of pleasure, you don't, you shouldn't have to make a contraption out of a pencil and stuff. I was going to say thank you for bringing it up because I also want to promote my uh, new online store. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, this go on, go on. Okay, he just showed us a bunch of his fingers. If you're on our Patreon, you'll yeah. see you'll see what he what's on his online shop. Just mm-hmm. a silicone hand. Yeah. But like, listen, PSA: if you're going to put something in your anus and you're not really sure, mm-hmm. and you've made it yourself, exactly. you've made a contraption, uh, put a string on the end so you can pull it out, <laughs> yeah. like a tampon. Exactly. Anyways, okay, you're up, Calvin. Well, he's appeal to. He's appeal to. So, as we mentioned before, I'm a hairstylist. It's my day job. <clears throat> And when I started my career, (laughs) many, many moons ago, I won't say how long ago, but I was 19 at the time, I was pretty new in it, and Amy, you've seen me work. Like, I don't really have a minute to go to the bathroom throughout the day. Like, I'm go, go, go between clients all day. I don't really have a lunch break. Like, we just keep going. And so on this particular day early in my career, 
was one of those days. I didn't go all day. And then I had a dinner to go to because Michael and I just started dating. So I'm trying to rush home to get ready. But I needed to take a piss real bad. But in my mind, I'm like, it's cool. Like, I live 10 minutes away. I'm just going to hop in the car and I'll drive. As I turn off onto the highway, there's like a full-on accident. So I'm stuck now in the traffic. And ends up being like 45 minutes on the road. I'm wearing dress pants at the time. And I had already not, like I said, not pissed all day. So I'm sitting there and like, I feel like I can feel my stomach getting bigger, obviously like more liquids entering. So finally I get home and I run up the stairs into the bathroom and these pants were just tight enough that it's like you have to breathe in to undo the latch. As I breathed in, it just started coming out and I wasn't, <laughs> like it wasn't out. So I just stepped into the bathtub right beside the toilet. <laughs> just fully pissed my pants that is best case scenario a 19 year old man pissing his pants 19 years old just pissing my pants also not just like a casual like sweatpants or something like full like fully dressed in a like a suit kind of vibe you were right there too you were right there i made it that can i ask a a, a penis question if you were in a car thank you if you were in a car and you had to like sit in your seat and piss out the window if you could just like, do it could you hold your penis and aim it up and out the window you could but you'd have to trust that the jet stream would be strong because sometimes it separates right yes also if there's people around like even around even sometimes if i'm amy's here i'll go pee it takes me about 10 seconds to start urinating because yeah. i'm in my head there's someone here if i'm by myself it comes out right away mm-hmm. but if there's someone around it's always a little you're scared <laughs> You're scared that goes, I might yeah. come. What are you scared of? That you're, that you're gonna come and eat my pee. I'm not gonna eat. You're your... a pee monster, Jenny I'm not, told me. I'm not. There's lots of pee monsters from North Van, and I'm just scared you're one of them. A urine queen. It is a North Van thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is a North Van thing. People don't know that, but it is. Well, were you late for your date? Um. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, he pissed i also oh. love the i like the visual of standing in the tub and just sad and then yeah. pissing all over your dress pants. You know, yeah. worst part is it's not even like the worst piss story i have i don't know if you oh, have I'm time sure. you want to hear the other <laughs> no, we don't have the time that was good yeah we'll have we, you back yeah we'll have you back we'll have you back on your next big hit honey you're a massive plt you are a massive plt you're the I only am. one Calvin Cass pissed himself. Calvin Cass pissed himself. Mm-hmm. Like every episode, we end with a question. Sticking with the theme of menage a trois and thruples, if you could be in a celebrity thruple, who would you want the other two people to be? Mm. I'll start if you guys want it. Yes, so, yes. let me think about this. Because I thought of the question, I did have a second to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number one would be Henry Cavill, you know, who oh, was Superman there once yeah. upon a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... He is my guy. Muscular, hairy chest, good face. Oh my God, he was Superman. Like, destroy me. And then the other guy, <laughs> I call him a celebrity. I think you guys will know who I'm talking about. His name is Bruno Alca- Al- Alcantara. He's the Brazilian guy on RuPaul's Drag Race. He's in the pit crew and he's got oh. those green eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's been on for probably like, I think, three or four seasons. And he's so muscular and mm-hmm. he's dark skinned. And he's got a hairy chest too, of course. But he's so nice. I think he's straight in real life. But like I said, it can be anybody you want. So I think Bruno would be a nice little, like, you know, mix with Henry and me. And they would just like have their way with me. It would be amazing. Uh, I, you said it before destroy you. Mm-hmm. You want to be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> destroy me. Calvin, you're making me horrible. Something's up. Hey, I want to be destroyed. It's the song Menage a Trois. It is. Do you know your answer, Kelvin? I have one. I have one. But do you have one? No, I got to still think. So if you do, okay, go. Okay, so the first one would be Jason Momoa. Oh. Yeah, I, I thought about him, yeah. Yeah. And then the second one um, would be Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Okay, big beefy guys as well. Look at us. Mm-hmm. twins. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say mine is probably... Um, let me see. Let me just think for a second. Okay. I'm going to say that mine is probably um, Barbara Walters and <laughs> Sally Jesse. <laughs> Go on. Like, I just want them to interview me and then lay me down. And the rest is history. Yeah. Because I don't, because I don't want to, I just want to be like, I want them to be like, where like so tell us about yourself mm. and like i want them to interview me get to know you're me so i know and i yeah. want barbara walters to be like to be like you're not telling the truth <laughs> i can tell get me like you know yeah, she'd yeah, really yeah. get into it sally mm. jesse would like have her red frame glasses i was gonna say on. she'd take them off maybe mm. put them on you exactly and i'd be like i would like quiver yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so i think probably those two ladies would i would want them to destroy me <laughs> 
That's a wonderful answer. Thank you. Okay. Well, Calvin, where can people find you on social media? Well, my name is spelled C-A-L-V-Y-N. So if you do at and then put a period between each letter, mm-hmm. at c.a.l.v.y.n, that's me. Okay. Right. So, uh, Okay. okay. <laughs> Good luck finding him. Just go to our friends list, <laughs> typed in Calvin with a Y there you go. on the VIN, and then you'll you'll find him there. Or, or look for yeah. Brush Salon. Mm-hmm. You'll find him there, too. <laughs> I'm there, too. Yes. Yes. Well, Calvin, we love you so much, and thank you for being on our podcast. And go check out Menage a Trois right now, where you find all of your songs. Go watch the, the music video if you want to see yes, us. Yes, it's on YouTube. And guess what? We love you. Goodbye. I can love you, too. Thank you, Calvin. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. (laughs) (laughs) And as we always say, you You poor poor little thing. thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.